Welcome back to another edition of the No Further Comments podcast, aka the NFC. I'm your co-host Alex Meacham. Yep. And to my left, to the left, to the left, is the very talented, somewhat, very well informed, possibly, usually penless. No pen. No Snapchat. I don't do the snap. No Venmo. Never gonna get Venmo. We're almost in 2019, and I'm. Thinking you're gonna change your ways at that point. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm saying 2020 might be the year in which I get active cell phone service. So we're getting closer. Let's, let's, let's hope. He is a local fashion icon, Glenn Riley. Applause, applause, applause. Front and center is our super producer, Sacramento King enthusiast, yep. Demarcus Cousin, apologist, and he is, as you say, the Carson Wentz of this podcast. Yeah. Here's Mario DeRamus. What's going on? Trying to get Mario. Does Mario have the uh, the uh, gift card yet? Mario. <laughs> the Again, sa- the Sacramento- they have no gift cards. <laughs> he said that last week. They, they, don't, they don't have any gift cards. Chipotle absolutely has gift cards. You said Corito. No, I said Chipotle. No, you did say Corito the one Carito. time. You did the one time. I said I would accept it. Okay. Because 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 he did walk over to Coritos. I saw him. Because remember, I passed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't have them. Can we describe Mario's outfit today? He uh, came extra jiggy today. Mario came like a, a cross between um, Smokey Robinson <laughs> and a and a young Byron Allen. <laughs> Didn't Byron Allen like buy the Weather Channel? Is that yeah. true or false? Yeah, apparently, Byron Allen stacked so much chips in the '80s from doing Real People or whatever the hell his shows right. were. Right, the one nobody. It seemed like nobody watched. I but. didn't know how, but yeah, he he apparently is high up. So yeah, apparently Byron Allen. Um, Owns the weather. Jesus. This is episode number 55. It's October 29th. Okay. Halloween is upon us. It is. This Wednesday. Now. They ruined Halloween a few years in the 80s. Halloween pre-85 was lit. Post-eighty. How they ruined it? People stopped giving out candy. Like a couple people, like it was like nationally. People were like poisoning kids or whatever. And it just, <laughs> it just shut down the whole holiday. I mean, what percentage of... of of participation do you think Halloween is now? I, I don't know. I don't know per neighborhood. I know the neighborhood yeah, well, I grew I, up in, there's no one, they don't do it does. much anymore. Yeah. Well, right. well, I'm saying in the same neighborhood, you probably had 70% participation. Yeah, for sure. When yeah. I was growing up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and it like, there was one year in which just, it was like, no, we're not, we're not on it. Someone put a razor blade in the apple. Right. I don't know why they were giving out, like <laughs> back in the seventies, I guess you, you would, you could just give like, like, Loose food, right? Like you would just be like, oh, here, here's a hamburger, y'all, and and kids would just take it, like, sure, great. Now, now, so do you remember last podcast we did on Halloween? I asked you too, uh huh, what you would be for Halloween if you were to dress up. Do you remember what Mario said? No, Mario, Will, do you remember what you said? Will Smith and in, in, um, in Hitch. I'm, I'm I'm pretty positive. I said I'm pretty positive. I said The Rock. Okay. You did say the rock. Okay. You did say you would would dress up. I, I'm not. How would you? How would you make that happen? You just uh, wear tights and, and knee the, pads. Get the, get the briefs with the with the Brahma bull on it. Uh, two they elbow sell those? pads. <laughs> wow. And then two knee pads and some black boots. Okay. Wow. Okay. So so what would you do this year, 2018, Mario? I don't know. Uh, if I were to dress up, probably Mike Bibby. <laughs> I got I got to name people that are light skinned. The, this is true. It's you can't true. make that thing up. It should be Trey Young. <laughs> nah. Uh, 
Claire's just naming every light-skinned dude with, with curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> what you call him, Greg Gumbel when we were watching? Yeah, the, <laughs> young, young Greg Gumbel. <sighs> yeah. Okay, Glenn, uh-huh. you for Halloween. I don't know. I was looking at um, the Beastie Boys sabotage video. I think okay. it, it would be funny to dress up like as a as a '70s cop. Okay, <laughs> whatever that that entails. Is I don't remember the video. That's the um, that, that's like a, one of the most award winning videos. But essentially, they were like parroting like Beretta and like all these '70s shows. These probably these were even before my time. I'm just familiar with the 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 Steves, and it was like gotcha, like you know, like the aviator glasses and like ties you know like barney, right, right, right. like barney miller how cats used to, to right. dress in like like that style but yeah you should do it yeah listen let's bring in our special guest we got to get the we got to get the party started here yeah, yeah. so our special guest reading high school legend of lore <laughs> cincinnati bearcat football That's right. or i should say cincinnati athletic university of cincinnati athletic legend I think personally, he he starred in the greatest UC football game I've ever watched. Yeah, drafted by the Carolina Panthers in 2010, and he is still to this day scared to play me mm. two on two. Like to welcome in we Tony stopped. Pike. Yeah, we could have stopped it after the Bearcats. I mean, drafted. <laughs> that's it. Cut it. Is that right? Yeah. Who would be the no. two? Completed the second six person passes. Two on two. <laughs> So, so what were you, what were you who would be the second person in the two on two? I'd probably take my sister. It, it, it's it's <laughs> wow. it's changed. It doesn't it's, matter. Wait, wait. It's changed. It, it I, and I don't. At this point, we just need to play. So what he did. So he 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 ducked me for a long time. And James Rapine, one of the uh, personalities here um, in Cincinnati on on radio, okay. he played him one on one live on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And, and Mo Eggers kind of commentated. Okay. Through it, and you you won like twenty one to nine. Yes, boring. and you should have won. Yeah, so it was light work. Yeah, which would what it would be if I ever played you one on one. Okay, so it it it, yep. it morphed because it was supposed to start one on one. Okay, and then Meach mm-hmm. probably saw my my jump shot a little. He's like, "Oh, well, we got to go two on two. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's all it was. It was two on two from it was the UC. Me and Kevin Huber versus you and Meeker. Yes, it was a it was a, one of the Big East games. Mm-hmm. Yep, we were all sitting down there. Yep. And to this day, I've been ducked. I tell you what, I'll take Mario. Mario, I'm I'm look. I don't back down from basketball games. So. Oh, Mario! By the way, you know what we have to bring up. What is it now? So this weekend, Mario and I he came to boxing class. Okay. And Jamal was there. Okay. And Jamal brought up they played one on one again. Why does he keep? He's a sadist. Mario. Now Jamal drove Mario uh-huh. to the gym. Would this be Lifetime Fitness and Mason Mario? Yeah. Okay. So Jamal drove him there. Okay. Jamal proceeds to beat him once again. And he drives. Well, we drove. Back, we, we, and he drives him back home. Look, and that was the end of the day. I'll, I'll preface. We <laughs> we we rode together. Because one is it's efficient for saving gas, oh. and two oh sure, and I, okay. I had to, that, I had the guest pass green. I had yeah. the guest pass to get in. Okay, all okay. right, but he, he so he beat you, and you you said that you're done, you're never playing basketball again. Which you I've, stormed off, which I've I've not Man. I've not touched a basketball court since that day. <clears throat> okay, and that's who you're picking. 
I'm rethinking this, Tony. You got to bring him out of retirement, Tony. I'm, Tony, I'm rethinking this. Tony. He's playing for the Birmingham Barons right now. <laughs> it, it's, it's not. It's not like Jamal is like some. You remember Jamal Lucas played yeah. for the Bearcats? So, yeah, but it's not like we're all a mutual. Mi- it's not very like he's good a, Yeah, some average cat out here. Just no, but 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 tell Tony but, but you why we bring you, this you up. You can beat him. That's the problem. I beat him once. We we you beat him once out of. Hundreds of times. Yes. Yeah, but we won't act like I've never beat him. But I mean, but you think you can beat him? Yeah, that's the thing. Your your confidence is that you beat him. Say one out of every three times, and that's just not true. In reality, you'll beat him one out of every one hundred and. It's the James Rapine. It's the same thing. It's not the same. It's a a mental issue of thinking that you can. I'm better than James. It's not. It's not the James thinks he can beat you. Yeah, like he's still. That's what started this. After yes. Wow. That's what's. Well, I'm sitting here doing a Tony and Mo show, and James is chiming in that we'll play basketball. I'm, okay, I'll play. Wow. I don't. I'll yeah. take James. Me and James will play you and Mario. Then that's fine because I'm better than James. So okay. that would that would cancel that out. Okay. But Mario, you 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 your 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 confidence. It's like people play the lottery. People who play the lottery and say like eventually win. Yeah, they feel like you like that that lotto just came around. Right. People's. Um, perception of it is that they have like one and eh, two thousand chance of winning. Like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna win, but you know, you never know. They think they're due. Yeah, and it's like in reality, like like the, there's a famous um, quote that says your chance to win the lottery are the same whether you play or not, mm-hmm. and that's basically like what goes down. Like, obviously, you have to be in it to win it, but right, you know. That's a good quote, but, though. But, I like that. But yeah. this is the thing, though. Yeah, y'all failing to realize. Ask how many. Ask how. Ask Jamal how many of those games that we've played that were actually really close. How many games that he would beat me by like one or two points? Oh, so okay, okay. okay. So, so it's, 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 well, in that case, what, what, what y'all? <laughs> okay, let me let me just okay just say this and we'll move on, Mario. If you and Jamal played one on one and Jamal played hard, like all the way out, and okay. you guys played to ten. What and you played as hard as you possibly could. What would be the score? Probably ten to six or ten to seven. No, I don't wow, no, really? I'm saying about about ten to three. I mean, Jam- Jamal is probably better at basketball now, off, especially offensively, than he was when he played with the Bearcats. Would you I agree would, with I that? I agree with that. Yes. He, I mean, he plays all. He plays three times a day at Nike's campus, right? Yeah, I know. So you're saying ten to seven? Yeah. I don't believe. It. Okay, we're gonna move on here. So, yep. we're gonna go to. If it was the, ten to seven, you would beat him more because you're saying just a thirty percent variance, absolutely. and you you would win. So you would win probably if the average score is ten to seven. That would essentially mean he wins seventy percent of the time. You right. win thirty percent of the time. See, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I watch a lot of tennis. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that like Roger Federer, when he's playing these guys, that he's better. He'll, he'll give up a game or two just so he can work on different stuff. For sure. Yeah, yeah, basically I, feel like that, I feel like that would be the, the Jamal <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Mario matchup. No doubt. It's yeah. like a, Mario is like a canvas that which other <laughs> players get, get, to, get to paint on. All right, let's jump into the stat game. So, Tony, what we do is we do a stat game. So every episode, we pick the episode number. So this is number 55. Mm-hmm. And we do a stat that is pretty much topic-based with our show. So episode number 55... Michael Jordan, double nickel, had actually two double nickel games. Okay. Okay. Now, obviously, the one that's talked about the most came back. is the Knicks game, 45. right? But what I want to ask is, and I want everybody to chime in on this, is really if we really dissect it, which game was the better double nickel game? Okay. 
So the first one, as Glenn alluded to, is the Knicks game in 1995 at Madison Square Garden. It was his fifth game after his comeback. So only his fifth game back. Another five. That's right. Now, he also had, and you remember this, 55 versus the Suns in 1993. That's the famous when he went up and got Mm -hmm. fouled against Barkley. Okay. He had 55 that game. Now, the Suns should have probably won that game, but Michael was just on fire. He was driving to the basket probably more than he ever did in his entire career. Yes, it was game four of the finals. So, in your opinion, what game, what double nickel game do you think was better? Well, I mean, considering the one was in the finals, that's probably objectively better. But I think and that since, put them up three one. Yeah, but since we remember the, I mean, it wasn't like, um, you know, Jordan had so many big playoff games that that one is just kind of lost. It, in, it does in, get lost. But, but the four, the the fifty five against the Knicks was kind of like, okay, he's for real back. Like this is what, you know, what I'm saying it's almost like like uh, somebody drops a whack album and you just kind of like. No, no, and it's and it's like and then like the third song going, you just like oh, okay, now now we getting back to you know right. what I'm saying. So, so if you if you could pick one game to be at, yeah, I would I would be at the next game. Okay, plus Madison Square. Right, yeah. I, I'm in agreement. I, the 55 uh, finals is, is a huge, but I remember when you when he made the announcement to come back, it was kind of like okay, I'm excited, but but what does he have? What, yeah, you yeah. know, he's been away from the game. How right. much is left? And then he comes out and you do that against the Knicks. In Madison Square Garden, it's like okay, now, now we're back on the train. Like, yeah, yeah. Jordan, Jordan's completely back, and so much back. I mean, did you, did did you see his commercial for Sunday Night Football? We're gonna get into that Ooh. shortly. We're gonna get into Ooh. that. The 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 playing off the same yep. numbers, LeBron. I like yes. that. Mario, I, I would have to agree. It's the one against the Knicks. I mean, it, I think it's harder to score fifty five later in your career versus earlier, especially because Jordan was a more athletic. Known for being a more athletic player, playing above the realm. So okay, I think we I think we all agree on so that. So Mario, do you think you can beat Jordan right now? Stop it! Oh, well, actually, that's a good question because actually, Michael's is Michael fifty five? No, he's, wait a minute. He's fifty five. Oh wow! He is. Yeah. See, see, there wow. you go. Just, just, just missing. Just, just free I, smoke. I just, just free yep. smoke. I'm handing yep. out. Could you be? Could you be Michael Jordan right now? If no, what? I'm sure it'd be like ten five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd probably put give him three, three to four. Really? You, so has Jamal you, ever played Jordan? Uh, no. He told oh. me a story about it one time. Okay. They never played. Did he ever tell you a story? Uh huh. Here's a little story I got to tell. I don't about when he uh, it was like one of the first times he ever went to his office. No. We might. We might have to get him on the show for that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, all Jordan stories have to be prefaced by like what age of mm-hmm. a Jordan are you talking about? Because there's gonna be a certain point where like but yeah, this, a pedestrian I mean, could this be was beat like, a sixty-five. This, year this old was dude. like ten yeah. years ago. I could beat Oscar Robertson right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this was like ten years ago. <laughs> okay. okay. Save that. We're gonna get we're gonna get Jamal on the show. We need to have him on here anyway. Okay. Here's another question. Yeah. Let's look at the two fifty-five point games. What Jordan shoe was better? The nineteen ninety-three Aqua Jordan. Eight that he wore, or the 1995 Chicago white, black, and red Jordan 10. Do we know? We all know what they look like. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's the black and aqua joint. Black and well, I'm sorry. He wore the black. I'm sorry. He wore the black and uh, the white, the white, white, black, black, and red. Yes. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, neither of those is amongst my favorite favorite Jays. Between the two, I would probably go with the the eights though. 
But, really? But yeah, but I'm not. Okay. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of 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 either. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm on the tens. Okay. I mean, tens are in my top three. So. Okay. All I'm right. Stick with the tens. Okay. Mario. Tens are also on my top three. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. You know what? I love the steel tens. I didn't at first. Remember, it had the the tab on the front. Yeah, they took that off, and yeah. they took that off. I'm a big fan of. I those. like them on certain um, certain colorways. I, I dig, but Meech just breaking out the 33s. Mm. Mm. So, so I brought the new Jordan 33s with me. Uh, I want the black ones that, that basically would match my my jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. What, what do you think of these? Strong. You like them. Wrong. Yeah, those are the best in a while. Yeah, for in, I, I in totally a, in, a, in a long while, like yeah. like maybe maybe seven or eight years, if not if not since, since Jordan played. Uh oh, but Mario's chiming in. Mario, uh, go ahead. Seven or ah, uh, I don't know. I think those are the best ones. Like I wasn't a fan of the twenty threes. I know a lot of people like the twenty threes. You know I did, and I know Mario likes the ones that Wade was rocking as well. The one with the hole in them. No, no, the the, 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 the two thousand eleven. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. These, like I said, I don't particularly love this colorway, but I've seen like other colorways. When when done right, those are, to me, like the best since, I'm always going to say like the 19s maybe. What? Yeah. The 21 looks better than that. <laughs> I don't know about that. You think so? Yes. Hmm. Do you remember the red sway when it came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, was, that, that was garbage. The gray with the Carolina blue. Come on, Glenn. I don't know. Stop it. No, no one's on the twenty ones. You act like the twenty ones is of Lord. No, Mario is. Nobody ranks the twenty ones in the top top ten. And of that Jordan. was, that, so, was the so first, that was the first Jordan uh, where you could uh, take out the the different air postulates out of there and, and change it. Yeah, and that was like a major thing in the world. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and for, oh, yeah. for people buying shoes, it was. Yeah. Oh man, everyone uh, was changing their soul between games because because of the the. the level of defense they need to play all right now listen we, we've been talking about <laughs> shoes we've been talking about one-on-one two-on-two let's talk about what tony just brought up the commercial that just aired mm. tony go, why don't you just run with it real oh, quick i gave me chill i mean i i originally thought because i didn't know what it was for that he was coming after lebron yeah and at that point i'm all i mean i think lebron beats him obviously now with jordan's age but uh-huh. i'm on the edge of the seat i'm all in and i'm still all, all in because brady versus rogers but I mean, if you didn't see the commercial, it was basically yeah, yeah. Jordan talking about who the GOAT is. They're two of the GOATs in the sport. They wear the same number. Right. Let's just settle this on the on the on the field or on the court. And and they flashed obviously Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. But and even it got a, I believe it got a tweet out of LeBron. It did. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what the tweet was, but basically he was game for it. Yeah, he said, I'm ready. Man, yeah, that was fun. yeah. Well done. Well done, NBC. Yeah, and if you if you watch it not knowing, oh yeah, and you watch for the first time, you're like, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. Right. Well, I thought What's like going a, on? I thought here? it was a video game or something. They were gonna like say, "Come here." Obviously, LeBron could be LeBron. Arguably, could beat Jordan in his, in his you know when they were active, but certainly you know like you can't beat LeBron. Right, right. Not but, now. But, well, I mean, but that, I mean, it's not even like a discussion. Like, but I'm saying, if you were to put one on one players, how many players? It would be like. In history, like maybe three players that you say, like, okay, this is this is a real competition with Jordan, and LeBron would certainly be one of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, LeBron right now would beat Jordan at like thirty nine. You know what I'm saying? Years old. Well, it's got to be like Jordan, Kobe, and Mario. Yeah, yeah, I, I think <laughs> yeah, that's it. That'd be the, in no yeah. particular order, but yeah, Mario, what 10, 10 four versus LeBron? Ten, ten, ten five, maybe. Ten. 
Oh, look, y'all, y'all, y'all underestimated my jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win? Yes, we do. Who would win? Yes, we do. Mario or, or, or a young Greg Gumble? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Gumble. All right, let's let's jump into our NBA preview here, and it's funny. So we're at the boxing gym on Saturday, and, and, and Mario's standing near me, and one of my good friends... Mario piqued Mike Tyson. Who wins? Stop. So one of my... It goes four rounds. <laughs> what, what I, I'm, not, I'm not fighting in that. <laughs> one of my good friends who listens to the podcast, Seth, he came over. What did he say, Mario? He said he, he wanted my predictions. He said, when are you doing the predictions for the NBA on the next podcast? So yeah. this is why we're here. We need to get this popping. So, man, Glenn... Let's let's start off with you. Let's let's kind of go through it, and and everyone can kind of chime in. Uh, you want to start off with what finals prediction? Yeah, you want to do that? Okay. I mean, it's, it's super boring, but um, an, another another win for the for the Warriors. Verse. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident the Celtics are gonna figure it out, but the Raptors are looking mm. good early on. But but I'm 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 gonna since I said two weeks ago the Celtics, I'm gonna stick with it. Do you ever worry that that Kyrie's so injury prone that something yeah. might happen to him and it could really change the whole dynamic think, of the East? I think Kyrie is about to be salty because Jason Tatum is going to be a better player to him. Like Someone else said and that and on TV, and, and you you left LeBron to like run your own team, and then damn if you don't find yourself about to be usurped by a younger player, and I, that, I, that's what you get for being 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 snippy towards the king. And I, I tell you what. Uh, so Tatum worked out with uh, Kobe okay. during the offseason, and you can tell in his game, when I watched the Celtics game, you can tell he worked with him. Just okay. small little things as far as body movements and, and, and bumping, getting that contact on the fadeaway, just little things he's yeah. done, man. That, that, that kid's going to be really, really good. There was good. a video of him and Kyrie playing one-on-one that was out today. Really? Like today? Video. Yeah, and Tatum just... Tatum looks really good. Really? Yeah. I have to check that out. You got to yep. see that video circulate with Mario versus Tatum. It's, it's <laughs> I think a, this is going to go on the whole you podcast. Could tell, you could tell Tatum <laughs> it, it worked out Mario because he had learned a lot, of, a lot of tricks of the trade. That jumper was looking. <laughs> the look Mario's giving you right now. <laughs> hey, uh, Tony, your thoughts on the uh, finals? Man, I, I'm, I'm not sold on the Celtics right now. I think it's going to take a while with Gordon Hayward coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Toronto – you know, as 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 crazy it is, because every year they they kind of get your hopes up. I think this yep. is a year because I just think I think Kawhi's on a mission. I think he's a he's a, yeah. obviously a silent assassin, but he's meshing well with that team. You know, he's going to be a guy that can defend. But much like anyone in in the West, you're not going to beat Golden State and and the hopes that Houston Houston looks like they're in shambles right now. Yeah, and they, they're absolutely miserable. I just I, I I think Golden State and I think Toronto teams like Milwaukee. You know, can they sustain? I don't know, but. Those are my two for right now. Do you think that the Rockets pick up Jimmy Butler? They're trying to get rid of those they're, picks. They're trying to give four first-round picks for him? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot to give up for a I would give that up in a second, though. I would take it but, if I, I was Minnesota. But those are low picks, right? Yeah. Those yeah, are but low you, f- you can package those. And then you know there's that thing, the the, the quote-unquote double draft, that it's a year that's coming up. Basically, mm-hmm. when, when, when they lift the restriction to let players go from high school to pros, that year, you will have all the one and dones, and also the um, straight to high school. So, mm-hmm. if you have like a, a 18th pick, is equivalent to a nine because there's twice as much talent. Gotcha. So, so, if you can land them in the right year, and if you know that, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. So, Mario, your thoughts? 
Finals. Uh, bizarre, but I'm going. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, of course, no, we start and, with bizarre. No, and, and I'll, I'll say this just before I uh, tell you about my <clears throat> predictions. Kyrie is the better player. Jason Tatum is the more important player for Boston. Uh, but if I'm giving my predictions okay. for the finals, I'm going Golden State, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. No, okay. Let me ask you this: Do you do you really do you have faith in, in Philly? Because I mean, I don't. I, I love Ben Simmons, and 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 Glenn and I have agreed on Ben Simmons for for a while. But he times that I watch him, he doesn't seem like he's on the the same page with everybody else. Ben Simmons else. doesn't sound like he's fully invested. I, I agree. He, he, his heart and head don't seem like he's. He, it's just like yep. I know I'm good at this, and there's a certain level that I'm never gonna fall under just because I'm that talented. But you know, he's still young, but it kind of just seems like lackadaisical. And then you look at Embiid, who you know is. Plays around, whatever. I mean, it's like there is a synthesis that could happen with him and with Simmons and Embiid, and if, if folks can ever get get right, that that's a dominant team. Absolutely, but, but it just seems like either Embiid's gonna have a nagging injury, or Simmons isn't gonna be into it, and folks may or may not be what we thought he was, and like. You know they're on the clock right now, and you only your window is only so long. When you have like you know, the Celtics looking good and the Warriors not letting up for you know who knows mm-hmm. how long that can it, go. I think it's worrisome when you look at that whole. I mean, Embiid is one more injury away from being shut. I mean, he's yep. had injury problems in the yeah. past, and I don't know if there's a worse shooting combination of Fultz and Simmons <laughs> mm-hmm. as good as they can be. But yep. yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're Philly, you're kicking yourself. I mean, you, you took Markel Fultz over oh, yeah, Jason Tatum, Tatum yep. which to me is, is insane, but it is, I'm, 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 I'm not sold on Philly. I, I just, I wish they had more talent. I think Quinn Snyder's a, one of the top three coaches in the NBA in Utah. Mm-hmm. Those guys always yeah. play hard. I think they can yep. sneak up, but I mean, other than that, they're the Warriors. I'm, I'm, as boring as it is to to watch a team just win all the time, I feel like I'm, I'm interested in when when Cousins comes back, how he plays because you know he's trying to to play this year and get that contract. And I yeah, I know that's a you know a, a touchy <laughs> subject with the Sacramento guy back there, but he loves Demarcus Cousins though. He's he's yeah, that's his guy. How about the the Warriors going in on the uh, Fergie national anthem remix? <laughs> yeah, and you know why they did that, right? Because of Fergie's husband, right? Yep. Yeah, went at Draymond a little bit. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Of, and of all people, why everyone in the video was laughing? Yeah, I mean, you had, yeah. you had Jimmy Kimmel laughing, Chris Rock was laughing, but yet right. he picked on Draymond. Yeah, I wonder why. Pick on the tough guy. I mean, he could have picked on. I mean, there were all yeah. kind of folks Go in after that. Jimmy Kimmel. No, pick on you, <laughs> exactly. You, you, he's not, not going to come back at you, right? That's you. All right, so. What they tell you, right, for people who, like, let's say somebody is going to jail and they've never been to jail. If you want to survive, you go after the toughest guy, the toughest guy there, toughest, toughest looking guy there. Because but that could also be, get you killed the first day. Yeah, Whoa. you could just <laughs> knocked out. No, they get you respect the first day. So then people are like, oh, okay, we know not to mess with this guy. But if you get yeah, knocked out. Yeah, but if out. you win, that, 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 that's all predicated. Like, if, if I'm tough enough to knock out the toughest guy in, in the prison, then maybe I don't need to 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 – it's like saying, I'm the best fighter in the world. I don't have to fight the number two contender to get respect. I can just knock out the number 10 dude in such an oppressive fashion that the number two dude says, okay, maybe he's on our team now. Well, Tony, I'm just telling you, that's that's why they, These that's are why they go after Mario's prison okay. rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give my prediction here real quick, and then we'll move on. I no, got we don't want it. Golden State, and if 
the Celtics stay healthy. Okay. I'm thinking the uh, the Celtics. So it's all right. safe to say that that we won't have Cleveland representing the East again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're done. I'm thinking that that um, the 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 basketball and football coach might uh, switch places, and, yeah. and they, they would do equally as well. Hugh and Lou. Mm-hmm. There you go, man. Man, both gone. One of the NBA can can how long can Anthony Davis carry? A team with minimal supporting cast. Well, I mean, next he's, year, he's fun to watch. Yeah, but can they can they make a playoff run at all? No, maybe win a one. I don't. I don't win think, a first round. I personally don't think so. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a star driven league. If Houston continues to fall, maybe they could. Because my my thought process is Anthony Davis, and we can kind of jump right into this. It's, he's my MVP mm-hmm. for this year prediction. Yeah. I really think he's going after that because I think next year is his payday. Potentially go to the Lakers, Just like with LeBron's agent, exactly. Yeah. So I think he's really putting everything in. So if you do that all for eighty-two games, come playoff, and you you've yeah. been holding up for the team, he's going to be tired, right? Yeah. I don't know. MVP prediction. Mine's uh, AD. Uh yeah, I think that 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 job's right. Yep. You roll with AD. I like AD, but I just. His durability worries me mm-hmm. throughout the course of his his career. I think LeBron comes back and and gets it this year just because he wants to pro- he always wants to prove something. Now he wants to prove going to the Lakers that he can he can turn that team around and lead that team. I think it's LeBron, but I think I think I think KD has that chip on his shoulder too. I mean, minus New York putting out the worst banner I've ever seen to try to lure somebody in. KD, he's like, he's transformed into that that bad guy role. Yeah. And I think he, he relishes and accepts that pretty well. Yep. See, my thing with LeBron, though, with this year is I think he, this is almost a year off for him. Yeah. Like, he's going to just, you know, next year is going to be the year. Yeah, they, they – what's the win total that LeBron would have to post up to get real – MVP consideration, like fifty, maybe. I would say, I would say in that fifty to fifty-two yeah. range. Yeah, I, that fair. And yeah, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Not, not with the way. But, I, you know, I just can't get used to like him and Lance Stevenson chest bumping and high fiving. <laughs> and Lance has played great. He has in yeah. the games they've won. But I just, I can't get like that was like the big rivalry, like when those two played. You were, right, and now they're like high fiving. I, I, I just can't get into that. Well, well, Steph is making a run slightly too. He, like, he is playing. Like, like, like you wonder they they just kind of say like, okay, you know, because I always feel like the the Warriors at this point, like, look, we can just have this on cruise control. Yeah, when, when it when it gets to real games, you know what it is. Yeah, so just like stay healthy. Mar- Mario's ready to chime in. I think Steph will be deserving of it, but I don't think Steph will win it just because it'll be like the LeBron thing. Basically, he has to exceed what he's already done, which is even though he could have a great season, we've seen that before twice now, mm-hmm. and he didn't win, or he he already won. So, and I think him playing alongside KD and being on a championship That's, team is going is going to stop him from ultimately winning. Yeah. MVP, but well, they, I think, they hurt each other. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think Giannis. But I don't think they. Giannis could be a sleeper. I, I think Giannis. Yeah, for sure. I'd agree with that. MVP. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, so we got the MVP. Our favorite to debate, rookie of the year. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's gonna be a slam dunk for Doncic. You think so, yeah. Luca? Yep. He looks pretty impressive. Yeah, he 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 he's, he's absolutely legit. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm 100 percent on board with that. Okay. Watching him early on, that's they've. They've found a, a good one there that, that's going to stick around. Yep. He I, just, thought he, he, I thought he should have been a first pick. You think so? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what what Aiton's doing so far, but I mean, it's hard to pass on somebody like Aiton. I get it, but I mean, Aiton's doing all right. When was the last yeah, time a, a, a seven foot dude has been the best player in the league? Like Tim it, Duncan. I mean, I, I I I get that, but it's like that's tough with all with all the things he can do and potentially do, and the way the game's going towards with his size. Yeah, but the game is going towards players that aren't. You know, like I guess Kevin Durant's seven foot, mm-hmm. though, he, though he says he's he's six four. <laughs> I think I think Aiton in maybe two or three years is a better player mm-hmm. than Luca. But I think for this year, I just think Luca's a little more NBA ready. I'd, I'd agree with that. What do we think about? Uh, I really like, even though the Cavs suck this year, but I like Sexton a lot. Yeah. I'm, Have you had a chance to watch him? Yeah, Colin. He's Collins pretty good. good. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch any Cavs. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, don't blame I, I you want to see him give him the keys though, because he he's fun at least. Yeah, uh, sleeper, real quick, a sleeper um, that I have, and I, I agree with you with with Luca and, and with Tony uh, Knox. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can I've, see that. I've heard his lateral movement is a little suspect right now. Okay, but and that, that could that could hurt him in some ways. But I, I really like his game. Bagley. Anybody with with Bagley? I was really high on Bagley when he was in college. I was, like, I, uh, right? But I don't know what has he done done thus far, Mario. We, the the uh, Sacramento Kings well, enthusiast. Well, Bagley's coming off the bench right now, so okay. Yeah, he's not. He's out. I think. I think if if he, they had a better coach there, then we would see Bagley become the player that we think he's gonna be. At, but at, okay, I love that. It, I love that it stays with we. Yeah, I love that he is oh, yeah. entrenched as a member in that organization. <laughs> At yeah. what point do you jump? Do you jump ship? Like, what what will it take for you to say, you know what? Leave the Kings. Kings, I'm done. Less than thirty wins this year. I say less than thirty five. But what what is your predicted win total? Actually, they've got more wins than oh, they've got more wins they had all last year. <laughs> Kings have one thing going for them. I like two years ago. Yeah, Fox is nice though. when they had yes. Boogie and Rondo. Yeah, I would stay up on NBA uh, Network and watch NBA that TV and League Pass, and I would watch it because their announcer they have their announcers are hilarious. I don't know <laughs> if they mean to be hilarious or they're just thinking like no one's listening to this game anyway, <laughs> right? Except but for people Mario, people really are, yeah. right? I think they're fantastic. I have to check them out. But I think the the guy from uh what's his name De'Aaron uh, Darren Darren Jackson Junior. Who Darren Jackson? Jaron Jackson. Oh Jr. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From you're Memphis. mixing up names, but yeah, gotcha. That, that guy's a baller. Okay. So, so what's your predicted wins total for for Don't bet don't bet him either. Okay? He already owes you. Don't don't do I'm just, it. Don't, I'm just trying to get just don't, I'm, I'm trying to test his I'm delusional thinking, state. I'm, I'm thinking okay. realistically they can get 31 games. Okay, that's fair. You said 31 games? Yeah. That's okay. that's more than fair. See? But what 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 number do you jump? You jump below 30. Below 30. Okay. So if they if they're below 30, you're out. Yeah, but the, but the hard part is finding another team. Because I, I can't just, just follow Boogie well, around. Yeah, I, I don't think he could be a Lakers I, I guy. I couldn't do because the whole Lakers Sacramento. Yeah, I despise well, the Kings. Okay, I, I mean I despise the Lakers, Whoa. but now Lakers for me must watch TV every time they're on. Okay, you guys feel that way, Absolutely. Tony? Yeah, if they're on TV, I'm watching it. Lakers come on too late. I never see the end of their games halfway, so I, I feel like it's a I'm making a bad investment. I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm gonna get Sports Center in the morning and figure out what went down. Mm-hmm. What time do you go to bed? Uh, no, I'm like mm, 11, 30, 12. and most of those games start like like ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. So I'm if they start, up, on I'm time. not staying up to like one fifteen to, to to see a regular season. Game. I, 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 the Lakers aspect I like, obviously LeBron, but they have they have to play guys to make decisions. 
uh-huh. like like Lonzo Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, right? All those guys got to get playing time this year, yep. yeah, to see you know what pieces are movable next year, yep. who they want to keep. So I, I think like the I like the Rondo and Caldwell, but you're not going to play those guys late in the year. You got to see what you have on that roster with your young guys and see which direction you're going to go. This is like an 82 game preseason for, for the yeah, Lakers yeah. for no. next year. So so. I guess the new thing today is Ingram said he's not coming off the bench at any point this year. Okay. Like he's told the Lakers wow. that. I'm glad he sees the coach now. Now I <laughs> I listen, I, I Ingram has improved. I've I've never been a big Ingram fan. I've always thought he's been soft, mm-hmm. but he's being more aggressive and all that. He showed you. But, God, Kuzma. What do you what do you do with what do you do with Rondo? coming back but Lonzo they seem to play better they're more efficient with Lonzo okay. at guard I've always thought LeBron was a big Lonzo fan mm-hmm. and I think I think that was a, a little bit of the decision to go to LA I think he wants to play with Lonzo more and I think when you're when you talk about getting that second unit going mm-hmm. I mean who better than Rondo to try to distribute right. to that second unit I think keeping Rondo with the twos and let Lonzo get that start would be you think you think Rondo idea. buys into that that's a whole different story. Yep. Good, happy Rondo versus sad Rondo is and it's a, as a Sacramento yeah. guy on on with us, you can attest a, a playoff Rondo is different than unhappy Rondo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Big time. But in, in a sad Mario versus. Yep. Mm. Rondo did lead the league in assists in Sacramento. I just want to put that out there. Okay. Can, can we call him Ronzo when we combine the two? Mm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we won't dwell on this too much, but can we can we talk about Spitgate for for a second here? <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. I mean, any, any thoughts on that? It was it was absolutely spit, but it was so minor. I don't even know what like of the of the ten most major spitting incidents I've seen. <laughs> th- this is this is a a distant tenth. What what was one? Uh, I don't know. Maybe um, wasn't there wasn't there Ravens? B- uh, Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Romanowski. Okay. Might, I don't, yeah. I had the top two two spitting incidents. <laughs> In history, I'll tell you like this: spit is spit, and hands were distributed properly. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying, look, w- when I was growing up in my neighborhood, we had a thing. What neighborhood? I, I grew up in Wanda Hills. Okay, and if some you put a, a stick on somebody's shoulder, if that person you, you grew say, up in the 1940s, no, no you say <laughs> knock this stick off my shoulder if you want to. If you really about that the business, somebody knock. It don't matter who They did it in the 90s. No, no. Now, I'm so serious. Okay. And <laughs> one time I saw this guy. This our gang? This guy. <laughs> no, this, this guy, he he had a stick on his shoulder. Okay. And I'll never forget it because this guy I'm named Tim. I'm trying to follow this. This guy named Tim lived up, lived up the street. It was, he fought this guy named Quincy. Okay. Quincy had the stick on his shoulder. Tim's brother knocked the stick off. That's right. Quincy beat Tim up because the stick came off. And once the stick is off, everything is fair. All right. So, you guys follow that? He, we got it. He grew up Quince, in a little bit of Little Rascals episode. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Spit is spit. Okay, so speak. You're talking about sticks. So let's let's jump into quickly just a World Series. Yeah. All right. First of all, we got to shout out Andrew Benintendi. Absolutely, Madeira. <clears throat> yep. And 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 like and like Tony when CHL. Tony was in, when Tony was in high school. Yep. CHL same league. When Tony was in high school, he was a very accomplished basketball player. I believe he won a state championship. Yes, sir. Um, Andrew. Flat out cabal. Okay, he could he could definitely yep. he could definitely hoop. <clears throat> I got a, a good story. Steve Gentry, the former Xavier yeah, uh, yeah. guard, 
when he was coaching, uh, Andrew dropped, I think it was like 36 on, on his team. So when, when Andrew was at Madeira playing, he dropped 36 on Steve Gentry's team he was coaching. And Steve said to him, like, after the game, like, where are you, you going to go play hoops in, in college? And he's like, oh. I don't, he said, I don't. jokes on you. He says, I don't think I'm, I'm playing I'm about that stick. basketball. And then after that, he was like, man, this kid needs to – I need to help him – Make some calls. And they're like, no, nah, I think he's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's good with the baseball thing. He's like, man. And then he put a stick on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a couple things with the World Series. Number one, um, I, I do I, – I have an issue with that seven-hour, 20-minute oh, game. Okay. And Do you really now? There were people saying <laughs> – I stayed watch up, it? I watched the whole thing. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's on you. Yeah. I, I know. I was doing – I was typing up stuff for, for the next day anyway. So, but listen – drinking my thing my thing is this just because a game goes to overtime or extra innings and goes you know seven that doesn't make it a great game that game wasn't a historic great game it just went to it's a long game you agree with that like i mean people want to make it out like oh this was a historic it was just long it wasn't great okay here's a problem in in Extra inning baseball games is that every hitter that comes up wants to hit a home run. Yep. So there's no small ball. <laughs> there's no like, hey, lead off, get on, we'll bunt the guy over. That's nothing. It's either a home run or nothing's going to win it. And that's how every batter, two strikes, yeah, they're not choking it. up. They're yeah. just they're trying to hit the the game winner and be the guy. I think that's where it it becomes the marathon of a game that essentially put me to bed. <laughs> so 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 what do they do? They they need to figure this out because listen, kids aren't watching this. Yeah, all, all the kids that I talked to, they're not watching. They didn't watch the World Series. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, this might have been the first World Series that I didn't. I don't think I watched a single pitch. You you didn't miss much. I watched because of Andrew, yeah. but you didn't miss much. Yeah. Um, they they've got to figure something. I mean, especially with the the extra innings. Uh, is there something they can do? Like I think in do they do in minor leagues where they they put somebody on second? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, they just started that this year. Oh wow! In the minors, where extra innings, you start with a man on second, and no outs. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. That's, that, they, that feels super contrived, but but whatever. I mean, they do it in football to right. an extent. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Football, right? yeah, yeah. And I think the, I think the college, I think that's been a huge problem in the NFL this year is all the overtimes. I know. Yeah. And then it in ties. I think college has it right. Each team gets a chance from the twenty-five. Yep. What you do with that is up to you. If it keeps going, then you got to go for two. I wish Basketball. they start them at the fifty and just like here's the, here's the absolute middle point of the field because like yeah. I always feel college like well you're 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 already at a, a reasonable field goal. That's where I feel like in the NFL it would be good. Yeah, yeah. Because the NFL kickers with, with how good they are, mm-hmm. hey, you each get to start at the fifty, see what you can do. Yeah. But I mean, basketball kind of plays itself out with overtime because the game's so fast paced, right. and it's only a short amount of time. I mean, what is it, five minute overtime? Mm-hmm. So when a game goes into yeah, overtime in the, the NBA, way. it's like okay, I'm. I need to tune in. This is going to be right. high level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yep. Baseball just drags out and drags yep. out. You got to do something. Now about you know it. the um, soccer how they do the um, shootouts. You know the the, the penalty mm-hmm. kick. Yeah, yeah, the penalty kick. Imagine if you just said in football, the ball's at the fifty. We're just going to have a tee and have the kickers go back and forth. Yeah, it would be. It, 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 that would, would be boring. It would though. be so. Well, That'd it wouldn't be, be boring. Like... It would be. It would be off the chain. It would have ah. nothing to do with the game. But I would watch fifty yards, You'd, but basically sixty yard kicks. Ratings would be Who down. Who make sixty yard kicks? But the problem with the baseball game, though, is is it's the World Series, the mecca of baseball. Yep. And you got a, such a long game, and then you use all your pitchers, and it's yeah. just I know you're just I mean, draining the right, whole. You damn just drain spot. everyone. So the next game, it's like ah, uh, you know, it's, yeah. what's gonna? Ha- that's just 
that's hard to, to play 182 games or whatever they do, yeah. go through the playoff, and then because a game goes long, you're, yeah. you're all screwed you up for the your next couple thing. of days. Yeah. Well, and I think they need to make some changes, for the, especially with the young people, American kids. There's going to be less and less wanting to play, yeah. Yeah. especially with all right. the other sports they're involved with, lacrosse is picking up, football. Soccer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, I want to jump into, you just mentioned something. We talked about overtime with, with football in our Bearcats. Oh, yeah. Had a great overtime. You yes, were there. Sir. Yes, sir. Had a great uh, overtime win. So, talking about the Bearcats football team, <clears throat> I've got a couple things that I want to say, and I want to get your your opinion on this. I think, what's the record right now? Seven and one. Seven and one. Um, if you were to tell me the start of the season, they'd beat seven and one going into what, Navy? Mm-hmm. Right? Going into Navy, fantastic. Young team. <clears throat> The game that they lost, brutal, right? But that could have happened one, once or twice prior to that, right? Mm-hmm. We just got lucky on a couple things. But to, to be at this point with a young team and to, to, to win those games, is that, I mean, is that fickle or is that a combination? I mean, because there's not like a lot of senior leadership, right? right? I mean, they're the, I believe, the second youngest team in, in college football. Okay, so how do you how do you continue to win games like that with the young? Well, it, 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 well the one they're recruiting the right guys. Okay, and and Tupperville, the the previous staff didn't recruit Cincinnati. Yeah, well, we know and that. That was a huge. I mean, it, it was like the first time in sixteen years that an elder student, elder athlete, wasn't on the UC football team. Yeah, wow. like three percent of the roster was comprised of Cincinnati. They're dominating Cincinnati. They're dominating Ohio. Yep. When you look at. Tavion Thomas is a true freshman running back, and you don't see a lot of them this year because of Michael Warren and, mm-hmm. and the success he's had. Tavion Thomas had offers from Ohio State, Miami, Florida, Oklahoma, and chose UC. Wow. So when you're getting guys like that, James Wiggins, who had the, the game-winning mm-hmm. interception, yep. true freshman. Miami, Florida, right? Was yeah. There. Miami, yeah. Uh, squats 680, I believe, benches 475, runs a 4-4 as a true freshman. That's wow. Mario's levels. Yeah. So you're, you're, now, you're now getting guys – yeah, that that in years past you had no chance to get, and you're mixing them in with a good coaching staff. You got a, uh, a redshirt freshman quarterback that's playing out of his mind, and he said seven and one. But years past, I mean, they were down ten nothing to UCLA. Mm-hmm. They got down ten in another game. They got down ten at Temple. Mm-hmm. Came back and lost in overtime. Twenty one nothing. They're down against OU. Those are games where. Years yeah. past, you just roll yeah, over. They could easily be right. like three and four, if, correct, with, with a different different staff. They got they got a ton of fight. The Temple game so so disheartening because they were the better team, mm-hmm. yeah. and they lost that in the last couple minutes. But it's funny you, you look ahead. They got Navy, which is very beatable because Navy uh, had to change their blocking scheme with the triple option because of new rules. Oh, okay, they got South Florida, who just got annihilated by Houston this yep, week. I saw that South Florida has to come to Nippert. In the cold, which historically they don't play well. Okay. And then you're you're looking at the possibility of UC being nine and one, traveling to UCF, Central Florida, that's right? Who would be undefeated? And there's there's been talk through the program of game day would pick that game. Oh up wow, that'd be good. Because that'd be of all, big. there's been so much backlash with UCF and game day and all this, they would try to yeah right the ship. But if they can come out of these next two weeks and and really go play for a conference championship against Central Florida, it would be fantastic. Because I'm with you. I was I was asked. Before the year, what's successful this year? I said six and six. Yeah, make a, sure you make a bowl game this year. And well, it, and done that's and a done. Success. <laughs> yep. And you built and you did that at the bye week. So they're playing with house money right now, but they're playing well. 
Uh, and a lot of young guys are playing well, so the future's bright. And and you being a former quarterback, and you you do quarterback instructions, yep. right? Yep. Um, you've worked with a lot of really good yeah. quarterbacks. Chase Wolf being one yes, of them sir. that's at Wisconsin right now, and hopefully he gets an opportunity in the in the future to to lead that football team. But what what's your impression of the quarterback right now? Well, it's funny. College football they they just changed the rule this year. True freshmen can play four games now in college football and still be redshirted. Really? So a guy like when did they change that this year? Okay. So a guy like Chase, and it can be any four games. Yeah. So Alabama can be playing their no one at the end of the year and play all these true freshmen and get them meaningful That's why Kelly Bryant can still. Right. Yeah. Wow. So you're looking at now a guy like Chase Wolf. That's a game changer there. Rutgers or something. The the, uh, the Alabama A&M game, UC played 95 guys Man. in that game. And that's just not something you can do in years past, but you're getting guys yeah, yeah. more reps. You're getting guys acclimated, and then you can still redshirt. But Ritter's, Ritter's been great. I think he's he's still going to go through freshman yep. uh, bumps in the road, but what what I what I like most about him is he doesn't lose anything mentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a, a couple interceptions early yep. Saturday, came back and had some huge runs late in yep. that game, threw for three hundred and fifty two yards. Uh, but he's just he's a mentally tough kid, and you're gonna you're gonna run into things where teams are gonna out scheme you, and you're gonna see stuff you haven't seen before. But but he stays locked into the, to each play, and it's so hard as a quarterback. I tell the guys I work with. If I were to flip on a game in the third quarter and I don't see the score and what happened on the last series and I see you on the sideline, I shouldn't be able to tell if you had just thrown a touchdown or an interception. Mm-hmm. And that's true with Dez, uh, what he's doing at UC. He's, he's so even keel. He, he's wise beyond his years and, and obviously a very bright future at the University of Cincinnati. And I'm going to tell you what, so you know the, the teams you played on, teams um, that you played on, I, I, I think – Glenn and I have talked about this a lot in the past is how important the quarterback is. You, you, I think, especially for the Bearcats, we, we go with the quarterback. I, I think your yep. group was the best group I've ever watched at the University of Cincinnati. I think that's undoubtable. So yeah. can this Bearcat group, being young, new recruits coming in, I know some guys are red-shirted right now, will be able to play in the future. I know there are a couple guys that are going to be pretty good. What's the uh, kid from LaSalle, Josh? Uh, He's a tight end. Yeah, he's a tight end. Big he's guy. He's a big kid. Yeah, Another big recruit. Ohio State. Urban Meyer sat him down in his office. Yep, and said, "All right, you ready to commit?" He said, "I'm, I'm doing the UC." Yep, I heard about that. You're getting guys like this now, and it's under the Tuberville administration. That kid's gone to Ohio State. Yeah, no chance. Oh, yeah. No chance. I mean, there, there, there are schools here that hadn't seen the Tuberville staff since they got into town. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, crazy. and the and the fact he didn't offer Chase Wolf or know who Chase Wolf right. was at one point. And I told when I when I when the staff I said, "Man, you got to get on this kid." Yep. That St. X, he's sitting behind Clifford, who's a – Sean Clifford was a Penn State commit. Yep. So it's not like he's a bum. Yep. You know, he's sitting behind this guy. He's a, he's a diamond in the rough. Go get him. Go yep. get him. And it was, oh, we need to see more. We need, and, and at the Wait. end, you lose a guy like that. Co- Coach T is why Nick Saban is at Alabama, by the way. So, so st- <laughs> okay. So how's that? Because Auburn was dominating Alabama under Tommy Tuberville. Ah. Yeah. So, I mean – Yep. <laughs> Tuberville <laughs> – it was a different age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tupperville, nicest guy in the world. Yeah. He thought he could come here in the American Athletic Conference and win yeah, just eight like, or nine games a year. Yeah, with his eyes Cruise closed. Control. With his eyes closed and yeah. go to a bowl and retire when he wanted. Yeah. And that was the problem. Because the AAC, for what it is, it's it's gotten a lot better. Yep. Uh, but you talk about quarterback play. If you look at the NFL game today, and someone asked this today, you know, it, it, the disparity. Why is there so many bad teams? There's so many bad teams because they don't have quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look at the top teams in the league, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff's playing well, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Cam Newton right it's now. That correlation. I mean, yeah, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. 
There's are, a reason all these teams are at the top. It's not you know, it's Drew Brees. Yeah. You know, why are the Bengals bad compared to the Steelers? Because right. they have Roethlisberger. Where, where were the Where were the Steelers pre Roethlisberger post um, um, Terry Bradshaw? Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? You had like 20 years of just kind of like yeah, they had some, right. some highs and lows, but in general, if you have you know Tom Brady is the past. 18 years yep. with, with, you know, the dominant Patriots, and that's why. We look on the other side. Look at Jacksonville. Yeah. A team that's got oh supposedly God. one of the best defense in the yeah. league, supposed to be able to run the ball, and you got Blake Bortles, and you can't win a game. Mm-hmm. you yeah. got to have a good quarterback to, to be able to compete in college or in the NFL. So do you think that the Bearcats in a couple years will be talking about them for a playoff? Yeah, they, sh- they should be. Now, the, now the, the biggest thing is that goes into scheduling. Okay. Uh, because if you're if you're going to be a, a team out of a power five, and we've seen that UCF's got a chance to go undefeated two years in a row and not get in the, mm-hmm. in the playoff, but UC has done it. They play Ohio State next year mm-hmm. football, so they're doing a, a better job scheduling it. Because if you want to be a non-power five, you've got to schedule a big time opponent early, mm-hmm. and if you beat that big time opponent and then run the table, you're off to the race. Then you got a, you got a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they have to they have to do a better job of scheduling. And making sure they schedule the the big name programs, which I've heard talks of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard talks of teams like Indiana. You got to play those teams, and you got to beat them, and then run the table in your conference. But yeah. the the makeup of this roster, how many young guys are playing now and having success and going through trials and tribulations of a season, one hundred percent, they have a chance in a couple years to compete and be a top ten team in the country. Mm-hmm. And that UCLA game, if UCLA turns around and could beat well, yeah. a couple of like you know if they you know beat USC and USC when you schedule that game, game you don't know they're going to be that's bad. what I'm saying you don't know UCLA yeah. you, you consider that's going to be a top 15 team right. in sure. the country yeah yep so they play Ohio State next year will, will Urban Meyer be there next year he just now said he said he is he said but he said a lot of things if you watch him on the sideline he seems out of it yes. he seems like it's like he wants to yell and he puts his hands on his head and he's got this just lost look on his face yeah. it's weird yeah and it, I mean, as you as such a, a Gator fanatic, you've probably seen that look a time or two. Unfortunately, it was the time when, hey, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be done after this, but we're going to play the Cincinnati team in the Sugar Bowl well, first. M- Mario's the Michigan <laughs> dude here, so so he, he's he, Mario's got more teams than anyone I've ever. This, met. this is a, a ra- hey, random teams. Yeah, we yeah. haven't even got to the Eagles yet. I saw him. Yeah, I saw him last night. I was doing the the Bengals call-in show. He's wearing a Michigan. I said, I've I've seen you for three years. I've never seen you wear anything, Michigan. He, now they're top ten, and he's got the no, Jordan gear. No, he he's 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 been riding with Michigan oh, for a while. Yeah. I'll give him that. He Eight. must have just lost the sweatshirt for a while. <laughs> no, no, I, I, Tony. Let's let's not start there. Let's not start. He he's very uh, precious when it comes to his Michigan team that 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 has been losing to Ohio State virtually every every year. Yeah. Now what's gonna ha- what's gonna and, and Mario at boxing. Was really excited to see you today, so he could yeah. talk about that Ohio State game oh, no versus doubt. Purdue. Yeah, which they lost by what twenty nine points. Yeah, they, yeah. It's, it's like that Iowa game. It was an onslaught. Yeah, I hear you, man. But you know, in, until you can, here's the thing about Michigan. Whenever Michigan has a, they're on like a two year flow, and whenever they're they're on the good year, that's when they have to play. In Columbus, and they end up they end up taking L's in those years, and they uh-huh. they should have won two years ago. But well, the, I mean, the the refs called it, was, it a first down. That was a first down. No, though. it was not. It was no, it, it, it was, was not. That's not, now we're sounding like we're bagging. We actually we actually can can have video of this. I mean, it certainly was not enough that you could reverse it. So 
It definitely wasn't. They showed it from three different angles. Well, th- there's a Not still photo. Yeah. Why, why did they choose it then? So, so because they were at Ohio State. That's the, the the video corruption. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, okay, so you still have faith in Ohio State? It's at Ohio State, correct? Yeah, I think, I think they're gonna beat Michigan. Okay, yeah. Mario, are are you? I'm 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 extremely confident. Okay. That, that Michigan will show up in Columbus and walk well, away. With how the about victory. we do this? How about we go because you vote him a gift card for. A century now. I'm let's hold on to my gift card. You got to pay. Let's go you double. The, you know, you got to pay the previous before we we can, we can oh. go in. I don't think I don't come I on. I don't think Mario has, has twenty five dollars in Chipotle money, and I'm just gonna put, I'm just gonna lay it on the table right now. I don't think he's got it, Mario. That, there you have it. I got twenty five dollars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody has twenty five dollars until they hey. don't until t- they don't have your gift card. <laughs> All right, so I, I got to tell you this story, Tony. So I am not, and Glenn knows this. I am not a. Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. I, I watch. I'm I'm not a diehard. I listen on the radio to Lap. I love listening to Lap oh, yeah. and Horde. You work with Horde. Dan Horde is the best. Yep. Absolute best. Even though the Reds have been just as bad as, as been objectively worse than than the Bengals since since um the, the turn with, turn of the century. Problem with baseball, there's just so many games mm-hmm. when you're that. It's thing, ridiculous. I mean, yeah. They were they were three and eighteen, and you still had mm-hmm. one hundred and forty games to go. And yeah. it's like, who's got to do this? And and Meech is still diehard Reds fan. I, I enjoy. I, I've always been. That goes back to to to, to Big Red Machine, and and Dad kind of raised me on that. But so let me. So listen, I've been looking for an NFL team okay. to oh grab boy. onto. Okay, so no, I'm not going with the Eagles, Mario. Stop. So Rams. I wanted to do. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I wanted to go. With the Vikings because of Kyle Rudolph. He played in my okay. program. I know Kyle. So I started watching them. But before the NFL season started, I'm in L.A. And as you guys know, a lot of my good friends live in L.A. And my good friend goes, The Chargers. Roll with the Rams. Come roll with the Rams. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know much about the Rams. I, well, I just you, might you do know that. Defeat it. So... No, this is this is way before the season. Yeah, but you you're not having this conversation until until now. Yeah, now but he's bringing it. No, up. no, no. Listen, yeah, listen. Real convenient. So it was the Saints too. It, they things started yeah. getting going, and then the you Rams are looking good. You Florida a lot. No, listen, listen. The the Rams are doing good. I tell my buddy, he goes, "Come on, man. You 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 got to get in. You got to come out to a game." I was like, "I can't right now." Yeah. I said, "This looks. I can't jump aboard now." Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. It looks bad. Right. Okay. It looks bad. It sounds bad right now. It does. Right. <laughs> Here's what I do. We're we're going to select a, a a team for you the next episode. We're gonna we're gonna go okay. to the lab and we're gonna present you you options for 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 conceivable teams that you could pick. Okay. That are not the, I guess not the Bengals because because okay. you're not on that and teams that would not look like a, a bandwagon fan. You know. I'm in, and it yeah. can't be the it can't be the Eagles. Yeah, but it, it can't be a team that, that one of us supports. So, see, that's so. my problem for this year. Like. So obviously I played with Carolina, right? Yeah. So I got to pull for them, but my guy Travis Kelsey in, in Kansas City day one since he's been there. Yep. Huge Travis Kelsey guy. But now if you say that, you're, oh yeah. now you're jumping on. Oh the now Kansas you like City the team. Whoa whoa whoa! What about right. what about Jason? Absolutely. That's why I was an Eagles guy. Super Bowl. Yeah. Don't yeah. Don't don't, don't discredit my, I'm not my gonna, guy. I'm not going to discredit any of the the Kelseys. Incredible family. <laughs> you're talking about the most athletic center in the NFL right now. Correct. The <laughs> most athletic center. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so next we episode, rate, we rate the centers on their athleticism. Hey, so of course we do, Glenn. So next episode, we're gonna get yeah, yeah, we're me gonna, a team. Yeah. We're okay. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna give you some options. You 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 ultimately have free will. Okay. So with that being said, 
Super Bowl right now. Okay. I mean, are we sold on the Rams? I think it's Rams Pats, man. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm not. So there, there's reports right now that the Patriots are trying to land another big time receiver. If that happens, when when do they have until tomorrow at 4 p.m. Oh wow! So this is a who's available. So Le'Veon uh, Bell should be re- reporting anytime. So soon. they got uh, the talks right now are Deshaun Jackson, okay, okay. Golden Golden Tate, Ooh. Demarius Thomas are the three kind of big names wow. being floated around that the Patriots are looking at. If they get one of those guys with Josh Gordon, uh, although I heard Josh Gordon is is being uh, punished in the Monday Night Football game for tardiness, okay, so he's going to be out a couple. Really, couple, he's, he's uh, the best, right? But it's just I mean, if you can't get right in New England, yeah, yeah, I I, I still think that the the Chiefs are going to knock off the the Patriots this wow. year. Wow, and I think in three or four Monday nights from now, the the Chiefs and the Rams play each other. Be Which bad. I think could be, a, be a good one. A Super Bowl. Yeah. I have one sleeper team, uh, the Chargers. Yeah, they lost to Kansas City. They lost to the Rams. That's their two losses. They played them both That's pretty right. well. Uh, Philip Rivers is playing the best. They played the Rams been. tough, right. Early in the season, right? Yeah. They they played Kansas City. They played Kansas City well too. But a lot of people just overlook Philip Rivers for whatever reason. He's having the, one of the best years of his career. He's mm-hmm. got so many damn kids. Yep. Does he really? And he's got to make that drive now. <laughs> yeah, from San Diego. He's, yeah. not, he's not leaving. Yeah, he got like 10 kids. My, my buddy tried to recruit me to be a Chargers fan. He's okay. from originally from San Diego. lives in lives in L.A. But if I, they would go I, with the powder blue uniforms full time. Love though. And the, and the Rams, the when Rams they go with the, with the blues. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here's the other reason I was going to roll with the Rams. Okay. So my buddy tries to convince me to be a Rams fan. And the next day, Glenn, you remember this. Uh-huh. I run into Eric Dickerson, yeah, and I meet Eric Dickerson, nicest dude, like, yeah, yeah, ever. And I'm like, I gotta be, I gotta go in with the Rams. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold that against you. I mean, I wouldn't hold it against him if he came out at that time and said, yeah. that. I know that is. That's not I, now. I, I, not no, I'm not gonna do it now. But, but, yeah. right, I agree, I agree. If they don't mint win the Super Bowl, you, you will give you like a, a, a reprieve. Yeah. But if they win the Super Bowl, you can't do it. Okay. So, all right. So we're gonna get we're gonna get me another team. Okay. So Super Bowl. What was your? You said the Chiefs, uh, Rams. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh gosh, Mario. I'm going uh, L.A. out of way. I, I like the Chargers and the Rams. Okay. And I said that Tony. I'm 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 not taking your pick. I said that on like the very first episode when the NFL started on my podcast on ESPN fifteen thirty. Don't question yourself. Ooh, <laughs> plug. I like the plug, Mario. I'm, I'm cool with the plug. Hey, how about last night? So last night, the Rams play. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you have, um, I, I believe, LA Galaxy plays. Okay. And then the Kings play. And then you have the World Series all in LA. The big night. Crazy. The traffic already is. Yeah, yeah, but well, I, I got the, the Rams Packers game. It was like a Packers home game. If you watched any of that, there was uh-uh. more Packers. Yeah, fans I, than I, Rams it, was, fans it was weird. There. Really, I was listening to the crowd, and I'm like, "So did the Rams just score?" Like, no, that was actually right. a Packers touchdown. That's crazy. Yes, Mario. Yeah, so I just got a question. Like, so how do y'all think that like the turnout is like to all these sporting events? Because let's say the Rams and the Lakers have a game on the same day, and then but it's so much stuff to do in LA. It's like Clippers played that night too. Yeah. Not that that matters. Oh, by the way. How could I forget this? Jesus. Do you know what it was last night, the Clippers game? What's that? You are not going to believe this. 
they at the Rick, Clippers game. Rick loss? James night. They, a loss? They, a loss? They, besides that, they had a tribute to Austin Rivers because he returned. Your guy. Wow. They had wow. a tribute video for Austin Rivers. Huh? Do you believe that? This Christmas. A tribute video? They had a tri- they had like a three minute tribute video. They got, he, they got he three got, minutes worth of footage of him? <laughs> Is Doc Rivers still the coach? Yeah. Okay. But they what? They traded him? How did it work? They traded him. Okay, wow. So he came back. Uh-huh. A three minute tribute. That's your guy. Yeah, well when your dad's the coach, I'm sure. That's, he's a he's a big Austin Rivers guy right here. I think Austin Rivers has been given a, a, a unfair unfair shake. Mm. It, it would have been interesting to, in a in a there's a there's an alternate universe in which which um, I'm a fan Austin of Cali Rivers is a is a is a all star player. I'm I'm a fan of Cali. Not Austin. Okay. It All is, right. It is hard. The it's NFL. Actually, it's hard to go against Tom Brady. I feel like every time somebody does with the Patriots, they do something. But I'm tired of Boston winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get the World Series. Give somebody else the the Super Bowl this year. Were you cheering for the Dodgers? Well, they gave it to yeah. somebody last year. Well, somebody else took it. It's a different. It was taken. It, yeah. Gotcha. So okay, we're gonna jump into the last part of our show. We have a blast from the past. We we, we jump into music. Okay, and Tony, you're you're a big music guy, aren't you? Yeah, sure. Okay, just <laughs> fake it if you're not. So, um, being that Halloween's coming up on Wednesday, I was looking around trying to figure out what our blast from the past was going to be. So, okay. kind of found something that I thought was a little bit. I'm afraid. Uh, you should be. So, <laughs> like um, Halloween theme. As a Halloween theme, yes, okay. kind of. It's okay. in a. In a in, a, in an odd way. So this group was formed in 1992. It's a New York City-based group. Okay. It has two legendary producers actually in this formed group. Okay. So the individuals within the group, there are four guys. The the individuals all existed separately or with other groups. Okay. Okay. Uh, the group helped pioneer the hip-hop subgenre horrorcore. Oh, God. I know it. Which didn't work it, out it didn't very work. well. It did. This is bad. Mario. When the music go on, y'all listen to this, all right? Let's get it on. I can watch the spot get blown. I see the sick lunatic with the devil is home. From the midst of the darkness, I come with this. It can sway through the chest like a calamity mist. Resurrector, yeah, the fanatical type. I'm like a bat in the night when it's time to take flight. Here I am in the flesh. Say yes, I love sex. I'm obsessed. Grave diggers. <laughs> we had to say it at the same time. But wait a minute. So obviously the RZA is yeah. in the group. Prince Paul was actually Prince the Paul. reason okay. this group was formed. Second verse. Turn this up a little bit. <laughs> you remember this dude here? Yeah. This was, and, and I remember seeing an interview in which Russell Simmons years later said he was so sold on horrorcore being the next gangster rap subgenre. And he goes, it was probably the biggest mistake in my career, yeah. investing time into this. And if you think about it, with RZA and, and Prince Paul both being better. involved, it, it, it can't fail, right? Yeah, because Prince Paul is... Arguably the best producer in, in in rap history when samples were free to, to utilize fully. Right. How does something like that fail then? Where does it go wrong? At, at its inception. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think well I, I think 
part of it is, and Mario, you can let that fade away. Um, I think I think part of it is the culture of hip hop. Like gangster rap made sense because of the the environment, the extreme gangster rap. Obviously, there was Fresh Prince and there was you know uh, Kwame and all this going on. Then you have the gangster rap, but the horrorcore just wasn't. <laughs> Kwame gets a mention, of course. But but horrorcore was not really. It wasn't based in any real realistic experience. It was like yes. you're just making up stuff. And you probably shouldn't name your uh, rap group after a monster truck. Yeah. That that was that was a uh so that a Bigfoot bad deal. album. But I, I do want to <laughs> say this. You mentioned Prince Paul. Are you familiar with Prince Paul? A little bit. Tony? Yeah, with De La Soul and going back. Yeah, he was like the unofficial member yeah. of De La Soul for like the first three albums. And I wanna say, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but I think and if you go back and listen, I think Rizza is is I, I think he should always be in the discussion of one of the greatest producers okay. of all time. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, for two albums, he should have been. <laughs> but after that, like, I don't... Wu-Tang has lost its way production-wise, I feel. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean... So it, no, it, no doubt. But, I mean, during that... Yeah, yeah, dur- the first album is classic. The second album is classic. After that, it's... it's I mean, I don't know. Like, he, I don't even know now, like, when a Wu Tang album drops, like, who is the production unit behind it? So, right. and there's been so many, and there's been so many. Like, wh- was he the main producer on, like, Cuban Links? So, that, I mean, like, so I don't, I don't, I need to, I don't even know the answer to that. Well, with that being said, let me, let me say this. Um, today just happens to be the 22nd anniversary. Of Ghostface Killers, Iron Man. Okay. Which is a great, great album. I don't know if I would give it two greats. It's a great, great album. It wasn't Cuban Links. Cuban Links was better. I will not argue that. It was, I mean, but it's Iron Man, you, you have to... Next to next to LL Cool J's I Need Love, you have to admit... <laughs> I need... You can, wait, 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 wait. When LL Cool J came out with I Need Love, like you have to admit... That, yeah, that, was, that was a huge hit. Right. But, but. but next to that, um, with Ghostface, you, you okay? What do you mean? How How is that next to that? You You know I, what song I'm talking about. No, it's not you talking about. With Mary J. Blige. That's Method Man. Nope. What are you talking about? Nope. Uh, Mario. Okay. Hold on. You're saying, I'm gonna, obviously the biggest song they ever cut with Mary J. Blige is All I Need. I know what you're talking. I know the song you're talking about, but I'm but saying, but but that's not that that doesn't rank anywhere close. If you're if you're comparing a go a Wu Tang song, to "I Need Love," all I need. I'm not saying a Wu- I'm not it, saying it, a Wu Tang song. I'm talking about a Ghostface song. I know, but I'm saying all they got, all that I got is you. You, you have to admit, Mar- Mario. <laughs> what you doing in here anyway? Yeah. You ought to be home with your mama. How old are you, boy? Thirteen. Tell me if you remember the song, Tony. I don't know if you know this. Damn. What's in that bitch? This must be running out of niggas to arrest. This goes out. Did they even have a video for this? So yes, they. Okay. That Were you playing the piano outside of the... You don't remember that? They had the fake, like, okay. apartments. Yeah, but this didn't blow. Yeah, it did. So, I know the song, but this isn't going to be in my top of it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's top, but... 
but it didn't blow like 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 this wasn't like a, a real hit. This was just a, a, a single release on a Wu Tang album. But I'm saying next to "I Need Love," this is probably my second favorite song of that type of hip hop. Love, 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 yes. love hip hop. Yes. Would you argue it's uh, you, you, no? I'm, I'm a fan of of love hip hop, and this ain't this ain't top ten. <laughs> we grew up together. You don't remember when we all? Yeah, this ain't this okay. Is, this is all right. Like I said, okay. All I needed was was a way way more prominent song. I agree. I mean, De La Souls. I know I love you better if we going on on uh, on on. on, on us. By the way, did you know they discovered like for the longest they 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 cut a video for that, but it was not on YouTube. In its entirety, it was like two thirds of it. And somebody can you even get Dela's music on streaming services? They did a thing a few years ago in which they basically made all all their music free. So I just downloaded everything just to just to have it. But mm. but it was some kind of weird deal with Tommy Boy. I'm, I'm okay. not even sure. But Tommy Boy still exists. I think it exists as a legal entity. I don't okay. think they're putting out yeah, music. But but they dropped um but somebody posted the 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 full video and it it just made my day. It, I, I was I was back in 1989 again. With with Diesel? Yeah, yeah with, with Diesel stealing stealing, stealing. Jordans and, and Polo. Now 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 Tony, what um hip hop wise? What what lane are you? Like hip hop wise, who are you really? Who are you into? Oh man, I uh, I mean, I saw Drake last year in concert. Okay, where? Uh, Tampa. Okay. Which I was. How was it? Fantastic. Okay. But would you consider? I mean, I've seen. I'm pro Drake. Yeah, I think I saw Drake. I went up to Columbus last year to see Kanye in concert, and we waited for like three hours for him to come out. Yep. With nothing there. Oh wow. Yep. And which was brutal. Yep. Um. <sighs> But I'm 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 leaning now towards more Drake. Okay. Uh, I would go uh, Lil Wayne. I mean the the new Wayne that came out. I'm the a fan of Carter Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I I stick to every lane of music. I, mean, I can go country. I can go rock. I, I'm, I'm I'm everywhere. Now you text me and I, I apologize. We couldn't we Stapleton. couldn't meet up. Uh, Chris Stapleton concert. Yeah. He's legit. I he, thought the way he introduced his band during that was, that Tennessee was, whiskey. Yeah. Was uh, that's something <laughs> I've never seen before. I agree with you. That was pretty cool. Yep. I thought he put on a great show. Um, I think the songs he selected and the and the way in which the the order in which he performed it was, yeah, I was good. I don't think I don't think people realize how great Chris Stapleton's been as a songwriter. Yep. I mean, all the songs that he wrote for other people. That's what I heard. Until he finally just came out and said, "Screw this! I'm going to start singing them." Yep. And, and he I, went to school with a friend of mine. Okay. Yep. Because he grew up in Kentucky. If it, ain't, if it ain't Eric Church, I ain't on it. Okay. <laughs> you're a big, you're a big country guy. I am. Who, Eric who's, Church is back next year. Okay. Two shows. Uh, top five country. Ooh, uh, All timer right now. Zach Brown. Yeah. I put up there. Uh, I saw Garth Brooks last year. I First put, time. Yeah. Okay. I put Garth Brooks up there. Eric Church stays up there. Now after seeing him, Chris Stapleton for sure. And then I probably got a tie. Uh, with like Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, that little. For the life of me, I'm trying oh to get. Oh God! Get, here we go. You know this guy. If you put him God, on that hat, go. he is a, he is a dead ringer for Kenny Chesney, mm-hmm. and he refuses. Mm-hmm. He it's, it, it it's, it's much like the Bengals winning the the Super Bowl. The biggest thing in sports is when does Meach embrace his true nature yep. and, and either be pit bull. 
or Kenny Chesney. Tell me, tell me what you want me to do at a game, though. I want you to put on the hat at a UC game when you get get top notch tickets and just sit there and and act as as nothing is happening and see national television. (laughs) Oh yeah, saying, saying. Kenny Chesney is in the building. Kenny Chesney at the game. Yeah, wear a Tennessee shirt. I'll buy you the Tennessee (laughs) shirt. Orange Tennessee shirt. If by the way, if they ever play Tennessee, you have to. You you do not have a choice on this. The the one crazy thing about the country music is the the concerts are so different than the hip hop concerts Mm -hmm. you go to. But what what do you mean by that? So I mean, if so, at the Kanye concert, I mean, there's. He's changing his outfit six times. He's yeah. coming, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I went and saw the weekend. Weekend was great, uh, but country. It's just more like Garth Brooks will perform. But if you go to an Eric Church concert, you better be a fan of Eric Church's music, <laughs> because <laughs> Eric Church is going to sit at this microphone, yeah, and yeah. singing to that mic. He's not dancing. Yeah, it's he's nothing, not moving around. He's not leaving the like. He's going to sit up there that's and true. sing for two and a half hours. Right. And you better like every song because that's all he's giving <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's what you get. Like Kenny Chesney performs and he he plays to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Hip-hop concerts, you're you're playing to the crowd. Yeah. Eric Church gets up there and it's Eric Church. Yep. Like Are there you, groupies at, at, at country concerts like looking to get on or is it just oh, kind of yeah. like – Tony okay. has told me that the best-looking women are at country concerts. 100%. He's told me that is several times. Themselves? I second that. What do you mean? They're by themselves. What do you mean the the they're women? Not, yeah, they're not going going with 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 their their dude. They they're, they're they're go just, with groups. Of there's girls. groupies. Okay. I mean, I, when I was playing in Carolina, I met Kenny Chesney at a concert in Carolina. Okay. When he mm-hmm. came to Cincinnati. I said, "Hey, I need tickets." So he hooked me and my family up. Oh yeah, wow! We're like second row. Oh wow! But first row, yeah. let it be known, there was ten <laughs> tens in the first row, and I was just talking to one like, "Oh yeah, anytime Kenny comes in, we drive in from Cleveland." And I'm oh like, wow! Oh, okay, I know how this works. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Like this is yeah. Can he single? No, he's married, isn't he? No, That's, he's not. Or he's no. divorced. I, I, he might be divorced, but he's he's single. Oh man. Mm-hmm. There you, there you, Life there you on go. the road. Life Vol- on the road. He calls them volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not I'm not familiar with this as much. I, I love Chris Stapleton. A uh, little bit of Zach Brown band. Yeah. Not not so a I'm lot. Not, I'm not into like the new Luke Bryan type of country. Okay. Yeah. But I, I will say, and, and, and Zach, and I, I know Great American, why they do it, just not a fan of, of concerts at the big stadiums. The, like, like, or at U.S. Bank. You mean concerts in general or country specific? Uh, more, well, I haven't seen many other than that, but specific. Okay. I just don't like the, the vibe. Like, I like Riverbend <laughs> because oh, you yeah, got yeah. the lawn and you got, the, if you want to sit in the pavilion, but like U.S. Bank, the, it's tough to hear well in there. And yep. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, like concert venues, right? Hosting concerts. You know, when 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 Glenn and I were growing up together, we used to go to Bogarts back in the day and go yeah. to some of, some of the hip hop shows. When when a lot of these hip hop artists were kind of on the underground, mm-hmm. it would be interesting just to go to like like just say for a season. I'm just gonna go to whatever Bogarts is throwing out there. Like not even being a fan of the people's music, just right. see like what was yeah, twenty dollars. Let's see what the hell's happening here tonight. Well, I think it was like four, five or six years ago. I, I went down to Riverbend to see LL Cool J, the Public Enemy. I was there. Yep. Yep. I was there. I to, Slick was, Rick. Yep. Yep. That was <laughs> a real good show. Yeah, it was. And that was like my, you know, I, I had grown up. I obviously listened to LL Cool J, but I hadn't heard much else. And going to that, mm-hmm. like, man, this is this is a good ass show. Top five rappers of all time. Pool, all time. 
the Tony Pike list. Man, man, oh man, that's that is that's tough. I got to leave my boy Cal out of it for right now. He's at six. <laughs> He's at six. I'm a I'm a text him and, and tell him. You know, I uh, I was a big Tupac fan growing up. Yep, listening to Tupac. Uh, I listened to Eminem. Mm-hmm. I listened to Young Jeezy. Got me through. Two summer camps at UC. It's to talk to you. I huh? just, I, I just, I would literally <laughs> just motivation. Yes, I would literally just run through the whole Young Jeezy album. Really? Yep. And then I would put, I'd put Drake up there right now. Okay. Would and, you put Drake uh, at one? Drake or Jay? Uh, Are you a Jay Z guy? I am. Okay. I would, I would put, I would put Drake and then Jay. Okay. Too. Have you been to a Jay Z concert? I uh, no, I've not. Okay. Where would you where, where where does Justin Timberlake fall? He puts on a hell of a show. He's not much hip hop though. So I went to What's I've he, been to two Timberlake shows. I went early on in his career, and then I went to the um, Jay Z Justin Timberlake concert, right. the the combined concert when it was in Detroit. Yep. Uh, great show because <clears throat> they kind of they came out together and did Holy Grail, and then they bounced back and forth. Okay. He it puts was, on a hell. Of, Timberlake puts on he a does. show. He's a performer. He does. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would have liked to see the uh, did did they did Jay and Kanye tour? Yes, so they I did. I would have I would have enjoyed seeing that one. I, I was there for that twice. I saw it in Chicago, in Columbus. Okay, Columbus. Yeah, yep. That was a really good show. Yeah, even though I Con- see that that was Kanye's just bizarre. Like dude. like Jay will come out <laughs> and think? Jay perform- he gives you. He gives you his songs. He doesn't give you this this side talk, right. as I call it. He, <laughs> he doesn't give you a tear talk. He doesn't. No, but but Kanye wants to tell you how he's feeling. Yeah. I love you and all this stuff. And it was just like in Chicago, they were like, okay, just just yeah, do, yeah. do the yeah. track, do the yeah. track. So that's the thing. If I pay money to see a con, I want to see a concert. Yeah, I don't yeah. like for, speech. So it, a quick story: we were Kanye played in Columbus, I think, two years ago on a Sunday. Okay. And I'm I had someone I knew had said, hey, we got these tickets to Kanye. I'm not going to use them. The concert tonight. I'm sitting down and down, down in Reading watching the Bengals game, and I tell my buddies, <laughs> "I'm like, hey, you guys want to go see Kanye tonight?" <laughs> my buddies like, "Yeah, man, you know." But so we get up there, and it's me, him, my brother, and his girlfriend, my brother's girlfriend, and we get right to the exit by the by uh, the Schottenstein, and he says, "Hey, can I run in here? I need to get some Advil. I got a headache. I know it's going to be loud in here." So he gets it. He takes like three of these Advil, uh-huh. and we're getting out of the car. And I say, "Hey, buddy, let me get one of those just in case." He tossed me the bottle. He had bought Advil PM, uh oh, and oh, didn't wow. even know about it. So for and I, I can you this concert was supposed to start at seven. Oh, he was- Kanye didn't come out till nine thirty. My buddy was like, it was the weirdest. He was like a zombie. Because mm. he wasn't sleeping because the music was so loud. Yeah. He really wasn't there. But it was a great Kanye experience for him. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he didn't hear the rant. There was, was, was never like a. Hey, sorry for sorry, I'm late. No explanation. No. Yeah, it was just oh, a DJ. It was a yeah. DJ playing for like two hours and two and a half hours. You're lucky he arrived. Yeah, true. Like he said you, sh- you should be be honored by my lateness. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, well. Anything else you have? Oh, I, I know what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, being that you were were pro athlete, give us your best pro athlete story. Man, so it I, could be anything. I was uh, me and me and Cam were were close just because Cam Newton when yeah Cam Newton when he was coming in, uh, but the the funniest stuff with me, I didn't really get along with Jimmy Clausen who was taken in the same draft as me. Okay, mm-hmm. so I became great friends with Steve Smith just based off of 
a dislike for Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> to where it would be like Jimmy would be struggling, Steve would come off the field, I'd go over to Jimmy and play like the part of the backup quarterback role, like, hey, keep right. your head up. And I'd walk down to Steve like, I saw you, man. I'd have hit you on that one. Yeah. You got to play both sides of the fence. So yeah. Steve was always a big, big Pike fan. But the craziest thing that for me playing in Carolina led to, I, I didn't, I never watched a NASCAR event in my life. And I, uh, I got invited to a NASCAR race and I was mm-hmm. out at a bar down in, in Charlotte and, and I was introduced to Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's like the king of NASCAR, yeah, and the king of he's Charlotte. Super cool. This guy's this got, is a NASCAR guy yeah, right here. He yeah, like yeah. this guy. He's got three hundred plus acres, and it was ten minutes from where I was living. So, the NASCAR off day was the same as the football off day. Yeah. Okay. So Monday nights we would have unbelievable. I mean, you couldn't even imagine these parties that we're having at Earnhardt's place, <laughs> where it's like you know, Brad oh, this Co- is this is getting good. I like, Brad, I like I mean, this. That's like Brad Kozlowski's in a Tesla. We're driving down the the road, <laughs> but my first ever time there. And I'm like nervous as heck because I don't know anything about NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why Dale and I got along so well as everyone around him talks NASCAR. Yeah, sure. And I couldn't. He's a huge Redskins fan and a huge football fan. Yeah. So I could talk football with Dale okay. and not talk anything about NASCAR because I didn't know anything except they turned left. <laughs> right, right. So it was like the first time there, and it's like 3 in the morning. And we obviously we were, we were drinking a little bit. And it's me, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Brad Kozlowski, and uh, Dale's buddy. And it's like, hey, let's go do a property check. And if you've ever seen anything on Dale's property, yeah. he's got like an old West Town, like modeled after yeah, yeah. Tombstone. Okay. That's that's like accessible. <laughs> so he's got like a, a bar and gr- like a bar. He's got a saloon. He's got a uh, hotel. He's got a jail what? cell. Yeah, he was on it's, cribs with yeah, it. Yeah, his jail cell. Okay. I've not seen this. He's okay. got a jail cell with two king size beds where if people get out of hand, he'll put them in the jail and let them sleep it off with the, <laughs> with the big TV. It's crazy. Wait, you, and you've seen this? On, on I, don't, I don't know if he had it, it was fully uh, operational at, at that point, but yeah. it, it, was, okay. they, it was like a half an hour episode, yeah. like maybe in the early 2000s. Maybe but like everything, okay. and if it's not like it, they got all the buildings, but some of them are storage, but right. you can go back there and party. He's got a yeah. car graveyard with all these wrecked cars <laughs> that he buys. Oh, wow. He got cars hanging in trees. How, so, he's like, so how big was this lot? 300 plus acres. Okay. The, the Hornets, Bobcats, built him a basketball arena. He oh, had a wow. nine-hole golf course. He had a helicopter pad. I got it's it's. I need three, a NASCAR money. It's three. It's three in the morning. He says, "Let's do a property check." So I'm, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, right, yeah. right. It's right. my first time over there. So me and Kozlowski getting a a golf cart. Dale and his buddy getting a golf cart, and they turn off this main road, turn all their lights off, and he just sends a text: "Hide and go seek." <laughs> this guy three in the morning. We're grown men playing hide and seek <laughs> on, these, on these golf carts. Oh, wow. It took us probably an hour to find him, uh, and basically because they ran out of beer. <laughs> right, right, right. So me and Kozlowski hide. He went and got these like $10,000 night vision goggles. They found us quick. But stemming from that, I got invited to play in their basketball league. Okay. And if you can imagine a NASCAR basketball league, I oh mean, this is Lord. like straight long white coolers. <laughs> they, got, they got stands and bleachers. This basketball arena is amazing. Oh, wow. People, are, family members and friends come and watch. And they got rev. And they said, okay, so just the rules, there's no hustling. If you hustle, like you can't hustle. <laughs> yeah, you just got to. Obviously, they don't want to get hurt. So, like the first game, like Earnhardt's little nephews guarding me. Yeah, yeah. So if I score, I'm the bad guy for scoring. Right, right. This kid can shoot. It's like scoring on Mario. Well, yeah, this, but this kid can shoot. So what am I how many do? times he beat you at ten? What am I gonna do? <laughs> Block his shot. <laughs> right, right, right. But it was like the the first game, and the ball's going out of bounds, and I jumped in and saved it. 
and the refs blows the play dead and calls a technical. He's like, <laughs> that's hustling. We don't hustle here. Wow. And from then like on, I league. knew. But it was fantastic. It was a, <laughs> that's funny. That was a, it, was, it was fun. It was, it was a great time down there. Are you still friends with them? Yeah. Wow. Friends with those guys. Those those guys, I mean, they're all – the NASCAR, the whole world, it's the most fan-friendly sport. I mean, yeah. the first yeah. race I went to, people were bringing, like, moonshine and beer into like. Just my type party. You can take whatever you want. It's the best yeah. people watching in the world. Right. Man. Oh, for sure. I mean, you can't hear anything for four hours, but it's a, it's great to watch people. Are, are the the drivers are they accessible? Yeah, they are. Because yeah, you know, if you go, like you're 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 a tennis guy, right? Well, if you go to the ATP or the yeah. Western Southern, I mean, you literally will see players. Yeah. What Venus will and Serena will walk by you, yeah. right? If you if you get a hot pass at a at a NASCAR race. We are from me to you from the track. Uh-huh. Wow! So you're sitting there and you're watching a, um, you know, them change the tires and lug nuts are literally like you can pick up lug nuts and take them with you as like a souvenir. Oh wow! They're uh-huh. flying by you. Cars are coming in. If they the car wrecks, you got to move out of the way. Mm-hmm. Guys are bringing four new tires right past you, so you can literally see anything that's going on in the pit box and on the on the track. So. Very fan friendly. We got we to go to one of these, Glenn. Man, I want to go to the night race in, in Bristol. Yeah. When is that? Uh, it's normally, like I said, the All Star event is like right around your birthday, but I think it's like maybe a week after your birthday. Okay. Yeah. You, if you go to a race, go to a race where you, it's a shorter track. Yeah, that, that's the. That's, so I went, I did track. Charlotte yeah. because where you're sitting, you can see the whole track. If you yeah. go to Indy, the track's so big, you, yeah, you, see. Don't, yeah. you don't see them the whole time. So yeah. it's, it's, not as, it's not as engaging and, and fun. Yeah. But. Bristol and I think Martinsville are like the two yeah. smallest. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, Tony, quickly uh, tell everyone what you're doing now. Yeah, so during football season, super busy. I do uh, UC sideline reporting. Uh, I do a, a Bearcats Insider Show with Dan Horde on Fox Sports Ohio. Mondays, I'm at ESPN 1530 with the Tony and Mo football show. Uh, and then outside of all the the football stuff that I'm doing, I do quarterback training. I'm in the process of of creating my own academy. Mm-hmm. Everything now has just been kind of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Let and me know if you need a logo. Yeah. yeah this is the logo guy right here. Fantastic. It's, it's literally it's, – it's grown from <laughs> – for me, just doing it to, for people I know to having some successful kids that have went on from high school to get college scholarships that yeah. it's to a point now where I need to, to do something with it. And Who are some of the kids? More. We named Chase Wolf, obviously, uh, Thomas, earlier. Thomas McVitie played at Moeller. Yeah. And uh, he's at- went to Pittsburgh, and now he's out in uh, Arizona. Okay. Uh, but he's leading the uh, uh, junior college in passing touchdowns right now. Okay. Getting some college offers. Austin Herget uh, played at Highlands. Mm-hmm. He's at Central Michigan right now. Okay. Uh, so and obviously Chase Wolf's at Wisconsin from St. X, and there's other guys sprinkled at some D two programs. Okay. And some good guys coming up. So it's it's grown quicker and, and bigger to, than what I thought it would. I'm sure. Uh, but now it's at a, I, I I trained with the Whit, George Whitfield out in California when okay. I was doing all my pre draft stuff. Mm-hmm. So obviously a great guy to, guy to work with of who understands quarterback training. I'm just trying to implement that here and. Currently in the process. We got we got to have to call you a guru in a couple of years. That's what I'm working on. Let's just call him a guru now. <laughs> get, me to the, get me to the guru level. <laughs> now, you do a great job with uh, – you, you've transitioned well with the media, the whole media piece, and you yeah. seem to, to enjoy that. It, it's, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's tough at times because when you're the bad seat, like the Tuberville era, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're employed through the school, and yeah. then you come on a show like, like this – and you can't sit there and bash the school, right? And you got to be politically correct. But now that that UC is in a great place and they got a great staff, mm-hmm. it's so much fun to do. And and obviously, 
you know, for me, I'm laying around on a Saturday and Sunday watching football anyway. Yep. Now I have a chance to, to make a living out of it and, and talk about it. So it, it's been a great transition and, and fun to be around. Well, when I, I knew you were good at what you do, when you went, I can't remember this, it was during the Tuberville period, you had to go into the locker room after, mm-hmm. the, after a loss and kind of do an interview. And that's, that's always a tough, awkward moment for a lot oh, yeah. of people. But you were so smooth with it. And, you know, Dave Lapham, who I love listening to do the Bengals, yep. you know, he goes into the locker room and he's hysterical. I mean, it's just yep. like somebody died when he's in there. He's like, oh, you know. Right. But you were, you were, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were, you were very smooth, asked the right questions that didn't piss somebody off, but yet you asked the question that we wanted Still to hear the hear. answer to. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a fine line because the last thing you want is that coach snapping back at you real quick. Yep. And, uh, and unfortunately, under Tuberville, I had some opportunities to practice bad <laughs> law speeches. Where it's like, oh, I, gotta, I really got to get a feel for this. Yeah. And especially with Coach Fickle. Coach Fickle's so intense. Yeah. You know, it's a, and, yep. and the good thing is you're doing it after he has a chance to address the team. Yeah. You know, it's not coming off the field. Hey, give me your thoughts right now. Yeah, man. But it's, it's funny. It's, you know, it's the same thing I tell my quarterbacks. I was told in high school it's easy to be captain of the ship when the sea is calm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to be out there and be the leader when you're six and zero and seven and zero and winning, uh, but hitting those rough waters. And that's it's it's certainly the case with with anything you do in life because you're trying to do those interviews after a win. It's it's cake. Yeah. Well, coach, you know, two interceptions today. That's easy to talk about when your team won. Yep. Your team, you know, you come out and you and you, and you lose and and you got to bring that stuff up. It's hard, but. Coach Fickle's great with it and, and makes it pretty easy. Yeah, well, and you, like you said, working with Dan Horde oh, he's, is, the, is, the, is the greatest. He, he's, he's so good at what he does. Um, but let me ask you this. I've been meaning to ask you this for a long time. Being that you played football at UC, but deep down I know you love basketball. Yeah. Did you ever want to walk on to the UC basketball team, knowing you couldn't do it based on not that you didn't have the ability, yep. but the situation. Yeah. So the base of the situation, the year that Connor Barwin played, mm-hmm. uh, I had looked into it and just asked around. And if I, if I would have done that, I would have lost my red shirt for football. So you, ba- I basically would have lost my okay. time with because I had red shirted. Uh, that, got you. I had got red you. shirted that football season. So if I'd have done that with basketball, but yeah, it was. I, I'm I'm such a basketball fan. I've always I always have been. I always. You know, I love watching college hoops. I love watching the NBA. Uh, it, it was one of those things where it's always because it's so close yep. and because I've always respected and grown up a, a UC basketball fan, mm-hmm. it was always tough because it was right there. But I knew how to stay in my lane. Yeah, stay I, I in knew, your lane. I knew it was best to stay in my lane. And and the two, you know, we, we didn't get to hit on, and I don't know if you have before, Jacob Evans and Gary Clark. You know, what, what do you think is – I mean, because I – I've watched it. I thought Evans has the potential, but I've I've been more impressed at this point with Gary. Yeah, where it feels like like Jacob's kind of in a in a that that blind spot right now. That's actually a good question um, or good statement what they call too. From get out. What's what's the the sunken place? The sunken place. <laughs> it's where, where Kanye is right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so with Gary, you know Gary, and I interviewed Gary a couple weeks ago right. on uh, a basketball podcast, and we talked a little bit about that. The one thing with Gary is. He's one of those guys that no matter what situation you put him in, he's just not going to fail. Correct. He's going to find a way like Mario. to be successful like Mario. And the, the, the great thing about Houston, it really fit his skill set, I think, in a lot of different ways. Well, number one, he played AU basketball for Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. 
So Chris obviously co-signed on him. So that's one. That's very helpful. Does he like strip clubs? Uh, who, Gary? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask him that on the podcast. Those are the real questions I need to ask. <laughs> so the other the other piece to it is if you look at the makeup of that and the style of play of the Houston Rockets, there's not a lot of defense. Yeah. And Gary Clark brings that. He can guard perimeter right. and post. Well, so he can the ball. He could be the Reza, the Reza replacement. Yes, exactly. So so there was a skill set that he brought, and there was a there was a hole there that he could definitely fill. Mm-hmm. And I think he's doing a great job with that. And I think uh, uh, D'Antonio he he came out and said something about like yeah. how did this guy not get drafted? Yeah, and so he's been very. He's just a guy that every step of the way he's been. Question: Is he athletic enough? Right. Is he going to be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with with Jacob. I think with Jacob, it just takes him a while to kind of settle in and figure out right. the environment. I think there were times like that at UC, and you know, you watched a lot of Bearcat games when he was there. It was like you want him to take over more. Yep. And well, that, he, was, that was my biggest. I, I I understand going and getting your money and being a first round pick, but uh-huh. I thought if he came back, it was, it was his team. It was his team, no doubt. Know, could have been a top ten pick in an NBA draft, no doubt. Mar- he lands in a good place. Yeah, Mario, you want to say something real quick? I think though, and it's just my two cents, but I think that right now, I think that we won't really see what Jacob is until like Clay is gone because it's all about opportunity. And right now, with the way that the team is made up, Jacob Evans really won't get to see much opportunity versus what Clark will be able to see because Clark, Gary Clark, is in a, such a unique situation, like you said, mm-hmm. where he, you know, that it's a team that's gonna need that defense that Gary can bring. They don't need Jacob Evans to to add anything to a championship team because, in reality, everything that they need that he can do, they already have. Right. So once Clay is gone, I think it'll, it'll be – Who says Clay's leaving? Clay, Clay will leave. You think Clay will leave next year? Yeah, I think Clay is gone. I don't think he does. But I, I don't I, think his personality is one that he – Yeah. But, like I'm saying, I think once a spot is there – then I think Jacob Evans will rise up, and I think he'll be able to shine. I think it's a. Gr- I think there's a lot of great learning opportunities there for Jacob. He just got to absorb oh, yeah. what he's around. Yeah, and no the, doubt. The, the yeah. players you got a chance to be around right Jeez, now. Yeah, no doubt. But I think I think being a big man that can switch in the NBA. Yeah, because it's so much pick and roll anymore. Yep. And it it to is. Me it, it's crazy because you watch the NBA when I was growing up. Guys are fighting through screens. They no don't one fight, fights through. They don't fight through if screens. If you even show a nope. screen, you automatically switch yep. anymore. So Automatic for a, switch uh, for a big man that can switch on a guard. Yep. Is great, but I mean, when you talk about like guards that can D up, what do you really need in the out of that anymore? Because you're going to switch anyway. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like you well, know. Well, LeBron catches a lot of flack because he automatically switches, and there are times that he shouldn't. He Correct. should be guarding that best guy at that time, and it's just it's an NBA thing. Yeah, we're switching. You should be able to guard him too. Right. Um, That's not- where you and Mario would struggle. <laughs> See how I just brought the show full circle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but by the way, so next next week I'm going to go watch uh, Gary play. Okay. Yep. Playing Indy. Yep. Okay. Yep. I just talked to him the other day. I'm going to go check him out. Cool. So excited to to see him. He played well the other night. He had two threes. Yeah. In fact, he can. I think Glenn just mentioned this. He can step out and shoot the three as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think Gary be. Fine. I think Jacob. Jacob would be a good NBA player. His, the way he plays, his style is very NBA guard. You know that right. that type of thing, but there's just a lot of guys like that. I might have a hookup too if you want to check out uh Miami goes up there. Oh yeah, you know. Um, yeah, bam. Yeah, I don't know him, but I, I'm 
I just say two, no. Two degrees removed. Yeah, for the sake of the podcast, yeah, say yeah. no. Yeah, me, me and Bam out of body, we're, we're kicking it in, in, um, <laughs> in club, whatever. I mean, in, in Miami. Last Tony's week. talking about Dale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to yeah, just yeah. Marley, who do you hang out with? Me and Lewis Hamilton was kicking it. <laughs> Marley hang out with the Instagram models, right? Yeah, he's him as uh. What, who is it? What's the, what's the name? Brittany Renner. Yeah, Brittany Renner. Yeah. I met her once in Vegas. Tony Ma- Mario's Instagram he was models. Quick on that. Oh yeah, pretty yeah. random. He slide he slides in the DMs. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mario's very good in the DMs. So if you ever need any DM advice, mm. I'm, see Mario. No, do not see Mario. Mario is two steps removed away from being engaged. Don't. don't. What? Wait, whoa! Wait, stop wait, wait. the press. You were single like three podcasts ago. This the same woman or this the ex? Mario. You back with the ex? Yeah, I told you. I told you. I told you. I hung up my fishing rod. I ain't fishing no more. When did you tell us this? You, you that, he did this not. Absolutely you did not, not tell. You did not no tell way. us this, Mario. When? No. Not, the last time we heard that 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 you were you were no longer with her, but it was still it was still you know she was still put. No, you you said you were kicking it with her. Like like still you, cordial. You, you, you were. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nice time about marriage. <laughs> yeah. Two steps away from being engaged. Good Just, gracious, man. Hey. What 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 changed? Look, my mom always told me, "Do do as I say, not as I do." So, 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 so I don't know what that means. I don't either. I'm, I'm. So you're by, you're 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 looking at rings now. Does she know this? Because <laughs> no, I, I'm, 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 <laughs> a long pause. This shouldn't be. I don't know if this should be public. We're we're, we're, we're you know we have to edit this if, if, if you know keep the audience. Well, guessing. I, I'm just I'm just saying like I'm in a relationship. And okay. I'm not yeah. the guy to be asking about DMs anymore. Okay. Anymore. So, well, let's just say this: you okay. used to be. I have. I have some advice in your, in your past. In you my done, past, you've done some yes. DM slittage. Yeah. <laughs> in your past life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Well, this has been fun. I said we're gonna close. I guess on that. Yeah, we definitely need to close on that. Yeah. Tony, I really appreciate you no, coming on. I appreciate on. you having me. We yeah. need to. We need to have you on more. If that's cool with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm here. That I'm here right before the show usually. That's right. Doing your show with uh, Mo. Yes, sir. Correct? Yes, sir. That's good stuff. Hey, tomorrow, I'm getting a new tattoo. Oh, okay. Getting tatted up. It's going to be like The Rock. It's going to be a big one, right? It's going to be a big one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I look like The Rock, like Mario wants to be for Halloween. All of his tattoos are, are, are based upon a, a, a old Timberland tattoo that has to keep keep <laughs> Stop evolving to, to cover over it. But Stop it. Uh, yes. I, I do advise you to check out Tony's podcast, Angry Quarterbacks. I, I, do, I also do an Angry Quarterbacks podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I what's do. up. Okay. James Rapine, uh, Richard Skinner. Yeah. From Local 12. How can we get that? Uh, ESP Media uh, is a group that uh, that puts on the prog- the podcast. Okay. So it's on my Twitter. Uh, we James usually pushes it out. Uh, okay. ESPN 1530 will put it out, but that comes out on Tuesdays. And that's just that's high school, college, NFL, local. Oh, cool. So, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. So when we get this two on two thing going, we're gonna bring you back. We're gonna. Yep. We're gonna bring this all together. Full circle. It won't even be close. Yeah. It'll be more of a blowout than LeBron <laughs> and Mario would have been. You know, no, because uh, I'll score every point on James. I, I'll give you right now ten to five. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm reconsidering Mario as my teammate right now. Hey, do I'm, as you please. I'm, it's I'm, your team. What if I got Jamal though? That would you guys. That wouldn't we, even be fair. We, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I might take Mario again. Oh boy! Hey, by the way, I I I would 
if I didn't mention this, I would feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. The beat that we're listening to, our new intro and outro, that's is a, done. That's Glenn Riley work. By our local fashion icon. There you go. Glenn yeah. Riley. He made this beat. Love it. Hey. Love it. It's smooth, man. Do you actually have a song to this or just the beat? At one point, but it, 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 it was. Can we get you to perform it live next time? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that at, at, at Mario's wedding. What was, okay. the, what, was, <laughs> what, what was the name of the song? Uh, next year. Next year. Yeah, yeah. When your wedding will be. Next year. No, I won't, right? I won't be married until like 2022. You should do like push I already got the oh, time set. He's got it, he's got it four all. Four years? She has uh, no clue Where either. were you at four years ago today? And now you're talking about... Uh, She's going to ask him about the podcast. Well, no, it was a boring one tonight. Don't <laughs> yeah, yeah keep, keep it moving. Hey, Mario, did you see when Pusha T got married? He grabbed the microphone and performed the whole album. Oh, uh, did you see that? No. Nah. He performed his whole album. I mean, it's only seven songs, but... Yeah. Oh. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode number 55 of the No Further Comments podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham. And I'm Glenn Riley. 